Amen. We thank God for you this morning. Thank you for coming to worship with us here at Zion Temple Community Church, where we believe the power of God infiltrates us and gives us the ability to overcome in every area of life. So we are committed to proclaiming and observing the word of God, winning others to Christ, empowering men and women to operate in their gift and then releasing them back into the world to tell others about the good news of Jesus Christ. And thank you again for being here. Hey, Elliot, Talia, thank you so much for your interview. Talia, we honor you as a young woman in this Women's History Month. It is our pleasure. We are so blessed to have you as part of the congregation here at Zion Temple. Hey, you guys, let's give Talia a hand clap. Go ahead and put your hand claps on there or, or say amen, raise your hands or something in the chat there. Talia is an extraordinary um, young woman uh, who is gifted by God with fortitude, and we thank God that for all the acceptance letters you got, and we just know that you are going to do well because you serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords. God has great plans for you. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for the word that's about to go forth. I pray that you would use me, the sinful man. God, that you would not only speak through me, but speak to me. And God, we give you all the praise, the glory, and we invite you to change lives today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, don't forget uh, to use the chat. I can't hear you, but we love the feedback as we have people there. If at any time you want prayer and God is moving, just put the hand emoji up or type in the word prayer <clears throat> and someone will reach out to you right then, uh, probably in a, in a DM and ask you about what can they pray for you with. So we thank God for, for you. And let's go. Let's go. Are you ready? Type in the word ready in your chat there. Ready in the comment section. Ready? Ready. Let's go. Here we go. So we have, are on this wonderful journey, the journey to the abundant life. And I'm always um, amazed at how people think that the destination well, we arrive at a destination without any issues or without any challenges. But we've been given abundant life, but we have to realize there were some challenges along the way. And even in this abundant life, you are going to experience some things. But we thank God that he has made the way for us. So let's go back. We've got to get back to this garden where Jesus was. Um, he just finished the what we call the Lord's Supper with the fellas, and then they go to the Garden of Gethsemane, and it was not unusual for them to go there. In fact, it was so predictable that they would go there, that's how Judas knew where to go when the betrayal of Jesus Christ happened. So he, Jesus has told about the betrayal going to happen. He's told about Peter who's going to deny him. But today we're going to look at something that happens between the betrayal and the denial. Actually, yeah, between the betrayal and the denial. And between the betrayal and denial comes desertion. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So Jesus has foretold that there's going to be a betrayer among us. He's foretold 
of um, Peter's going to deny him. And I was, I was reading this one sentence caught my attention like never before. And that as I was talking with my daughter about the upcoming message, she just reaffirmed in our conversation of the word desertion and what it feels like to be deserted. And so in the garden, as they were there, let's go with me to Matthew chapter 26. Let's go to verses 37 and 38. So they all go to the garden, but Jesus is going to take Peter, James, and John a little bit further as he invites them in an invitation to come with him and to pray. And what tripped me out is because Jesus is God, he's King of Kings, he's Lord of Lords, but he experiences something that we often experience as he weighed out a decision that he had to make. And so it reads in Matthew 26, 37 through 38, it reads, and he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, that's James and John, and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then he said unto them, my soul is exceeding sorrowful even unto death. Tarry here and watch with me. Interesting. I know that there are those who, who, who think that in the Christian life that to be experience depression or to have a sense of heaviness and seriousness moments in your lives or a period of, of being very sorrowful or um, that that is not godly, it is not of God, and we begin rebuking some things that aren't things that need to be rebuked. They're part of the experience that God has taken us through. And so the first thing that I want to say and want you to know that all the journey to abundant life, there may be times of, of being sorrowful and times of very serious heaviness, that that's part of the journey. Don't subscribe to this fact that Christians, because they have Jesus, are always, um, um, always happy. That isn't, just isn't true. Check this out. Jesus admits to them, he says, hey, my heart is very, very heavy. And I begin to ask, what brings on this heaviness? Why is he in this position? And I realize that oftentimes for us, God's plans for our lives are not always joyous. But they're still his plan. Amen. They're still part of, it's still part of his plan, but his plans are not always just joyous for our lives. Um, so in Gethsemane, Jesus is there and he's praying and he's making the costly choice to lay his personal feelings, his will, and fear aside. Yeah, I did say fear. I mean, because he, the humanity of Jesus. The word of God says that Jesus was in every way. He experienced everything just as we experienced. It wasn't always tempted as we are, yet he was without sin. Check this out. And verse 39 says, and he went a little further, right? So he tells him. I'm, I'm feeling very sorrowful. Uh, I'm, I'm dealing with this issue. Verse 39 says, he went a little further, fell on his face, and prayed, saying, here's he praying, Oh, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but 
as thou will, or as you will. Here, here's another thing, point number two. On the journey to abundant life, you will have to choose between what you think is best and what God's will is for your life. Woo! And the process of choosing it may not be very um, joyful for you. It may be a wrestle. It may, it may be very maybe very hard for you. Check this out. Not only did he pray that, Lord, if it's possible, Jesus says, hey, hey, if there's any other way, if you can do this any other way, God, let's not do it like this. Why? Because he knows what's about to happen. So if there's any other way, God, if you can do this any other way, you ever been there, God, if there's, if there's some, some other way I can do this, come on, if you can make this happen, use somebody else or don't, you know, or I got you, God. I love you. But if there's anything else, any other way. And he, but he says, but nevertheless, because I trust you, not what I want, but what you want. Verse 42 says, and he went away a second time. Say second time. Go ahead and type that in. Second time. I want to hit this real point real quick. For all of those who say you should just pray, and forget it, or if you come back to God again, then that's not faith. It says, and he went away a second time. He went back into praying again. So I don't know where you guys get that. That is a lack of trust. Sometimes we have to go back and pray again. It says, and he went a sec again a second time and prayed and saying, oh, my father, if this cup may pass away from me, I may, may not pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. So he's praying about it again, and he says, Lord, okay, God, there's no other way. If this is the only way, if the cup may not pass away from me, except I deal with it, except I experience this thing, your will be done. Here's another point for you. On the journey to the abundant life, the only way to get the prize is to endure the process. The only way to get the prize is to endure the process. And see, and what this does, it sets us up to understand that some of the things that we are going through is that God is, is working in our lives. In fact, here's what the word of God says. It says, for Paul wrote it like this, for we know that all things work together for good to them who love God, who are the called according to his purpose. Check out the next verse. We love saying that, hey, it's going to work out. But it also says, whom he foreknew, he predestined that we be conformed to the image of his son. So what is God doing in us? He's taking everything that we experience and he is conforming us into the image of his son. So he's working out what is not like God in us to replace it with what is God, his characteristics in us to make us conform us, to mold us into the same character as his son. And so what it means is that there's a process that we are going to endure. Hello, somebody. And the only way we get there 
is to have the stuff worked out of us. Amen. So on the journey to the abundant life, the only way to get the prize is to go through the process. And I, I was realizing this, and I, I looked at some of these things, and I thought, hey, the God of the God-man, because when we say God-man, we're talking about Jesus Christ. He's fully God, and he's fully man. He, we call it the incarnate. Fully God, fully man, but the, the God-man, the incarnate, doesn't, doesn't have to choose, but the human... The man has to make a choice. You see, God already knows, but because Jesus has experienced everything just as we have, he's being fully human and fully God, but the fully human of the incarnate God struggles with the plan of God. Let me say that again, if I can. The fully human, the man, the fully human of the incarnate God struggles with the plan of God. Yes, he struggled with the plan. Here's another thought for you. You may struggle with the plan. You may struggle with what's going on in your life. You may struggle with where God is taking you, but struggling with the plan is not sin. <clears throat> Somebody need to hear that today. Struggling with the plan is not sin. The enemy's beating you up because you're, you're struggling with whether you're going to do God's will or not. The struggle isn't the sin. The disobedience is. Here we see fully God struggling, fully man struggling. And the word of God says he experienced everything that we experienced, and that's it, but yet without sin. So the struggle isn't sin. Check this out. See, the God of the God-man <clears throat> knows the plan, he knows the pain, and he also knows the prize. The man, the human of the God-man, accepts the plan, faces the pain to secure the prize. Ooh, thank you, Lord. Say that again. The God of the God-man knows the plan, knows the pain, and knows the prize. The man of the God-man, the humanness of the God, of God, of Jesus, accepts the plan, faces the pain to secure the prize. And so maybe you've been there, and so, so maybe you've been there, you've made this choice to do what God has called you to do. It's a difficult choice, but you're going to stand in it because you know that there's no other way but to go through it. So you said, I'm going to go through this. Okay, God, not my will, but your will be done. Okay, whew, it should all go well now, right? Check this out. Let's look at Jesus, what happened. He, 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 he's made, you've made the right choice. He made the right choice, per se. He re, he's built a team. He spent the last three years building this team. Maybe you spent some time as you've made this choice. You have family around you. You have friends around you. You've accepted the challenge to make the right choice and accepting God's plan over your own. And it should go smoothly, but mm, 
Hmm, let's look a little closer. In Jesus' case, he's made the right choice. <clears throat> right? As soon as he makes that choice, here comes Judas with the mob of people. <clears throat> excuse me. And betrays him. Says there's a mob of, of, of people with swords and, 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 and staves and Peter puts up a fight as this, with this mob and he cuts off a brother's ear and Jesus has, heals the man's ear. And so, but remember that, that team that Jesus built? He spent three years, he's invested his time, he's poured into them. Well, look at what verse 56 says. It says, but all this was done so that the scriptures of the prophets may be fulfilled. And look at the second part of the verse. It says, then all, all means what? All. Then all the disciples forsook him and fled. They deserted Jesus. Root, gone, hidden, left him there. He's taken away. Then all the disciples forsook him and fled. Jesus is alone. He is going to endure the trial. He is going to be spat on. He's going to be beaten. And he's alone. Wait a minute, God. I'm doing what you've called me to do, and yet I am alone. I am feeling alone. Check this out. David, David, on this journey, on his journey, David was known as a man who fought, who, um, a man after God's own heart, and yet David cries out several times in the Psalms, God, where are you? Why are you not hearing me? Job. God, for real, God, I wish I wasn't even here. Feeling deserted. Feeling alone. Today, I just want to encourage the brother, the sister, who is standing and doing what you believe God has called you to do and yet you're wrestling with feeling that God isn't there. I know, I know we shouldn't say that, but that's the feeling. You're not alone. Elijah was another prophet who felt that God wasn't there, that he was the only one. And here Jesus, on this journey to abundant life, Everyone has left him. Everyone has forsaken him. And he's feeling alone, feeling deserted. He is alone, right? Oh. Desertion. Betrayal by, the, by Judas and denial by Peter, who said, I would never, I, I go to jail with you, Jesus. I, I die for you, Jesus. All of them happen, but they're all 
part of the journey to the abundant life. I know this is a weird place to end, but I, I sense God saying something here. Um, yes. Mm. The loneliness you feel, the desertion that you feel is not uncommon and it is not sin in and of itself. But I believe the Lord wants you to know that I am with you. This is part of my plan. There's a prize on the other side. If you would just hang in there knowing that I am creating something in you, working on your behalf, my prayer is that you, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, will develop the confidence that says, even if he doesn't deliver us, we want you to know that he is able And so if you're feeling that way, there is healing, there is comfort for you today. Feeling deserted. You've made the right choice. And you're wondering now if God is even there. David did so many times. And he would end it with saying, God, I know that you're there. Here, 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 so what's, what's happened? What I feel, my emotions do not match what I know inside my head to be true of God. And there's a great disconnect, disconnect there. And so what does David rely upon? David relies upon what he knows, not what he feels. He says, God, this is how I feel, but I know that you are God. I know that you are Lord. I know that you are a tower that I can run to, protect me, keep me. And so he offers up praise, which in the middle of, of feeling deserted is very hard to do. But my brothers, my sisters, God's got you. The desertion is real, but don't feel condemned because you're feeling that you're deserted. Because God is there and he's working on your behalf. I didn't plan to go this way, but let me, I want to pray. In fact, we're going to end here because this is the message from, from the Lord today, that those who are feeling, those who have been deserted, those who are even feeling deserted by God, that God is not there, that God can't hear, that you're not seeing any progress, know that God is there and he's listening. The word of God says the just shall live, exist, be. How do we do that? How do we keep going? By faith. Faith. <laughs> Hebrews wrote is the substance. It's our proof. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It's, it's, it's the only evidence that you have of what God is doing, although you can't see it, touch it, feel it. So I want to pray for you. We want to pray for you. That God would encourage your heart. That you would hang in there. That you might experience the power of God to sustain you and on the other side. In fact, if you've ever, would, would you be a testimony for someone today? Someone who's feeling deserted. Someone who's feeling like God's not listening. Someone who's feeling like I can't keep staying in this space. I can't do this. If you've ever been there, come on, let's tell the truth. 
If you've ever been there, feeling that God wasn't there, feeling that God um, um, is not listening, but you relied on your faith and God came through. If you've ever been there, you made the right choice. You've ever been there? Would you just type in the words, been there, been there. To those of you who are there right now, watch the feed, watch the comments. I am so confident that there have been others who have been there and God has showed himself strong and mighty. And when you come out, you come out on the other side stronger than when you went in. I, I, I hear the song uh, uh, playing Marvin Sapp saying, never would have made it. Never would have made it without you. And then he says, but I'm stronger I'm wiser. If you're there right now, would you just type in the words, pray for me. Pray for me, and we want to pray for you. We'll reach out to you. Pray for me. That's all. Just pray for me. Let's pray. Father, in the name of your son, Jesus, I thank you for every person who has a testimony of being and feeling deserted, being deserted by others, feeling like you aren't listening. And God, I thank you for your son, Jesus, who experienced this desertion. In fact, he even hung on the cross with the weight of sin, of our sin, paying the price. And he cries out, God, my God, why have you forsaken me? but the glory on the other side. So God, I pray that you would strengthen those who are there right now to endure and send people into their lives. May they type the word, pray for me. God, that we might be a blessing to them and encouragement that we might hook arms with them and lead them to the Savior who has the power to sustain, heal, deliver, and comfort. And we thank you in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for victory on the other side. We thank you for the abundant life, that this is just the process, God, and that we endure the process. We will endure, we will inherit the prize of the abundant life that you paid for. And so, God, we thank you. We thank you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God bless you. You can also send an email. <clears throat> Just put in the subject line the word prayer to online at ztccla.com. That's online at ztccla.com. God bless you. Thank you for being here today. Listen, you don't have to leave. Check out our band as they worship, the power band as they play. And I want to thank you for those of you who, who have been a blessing to our ministry here. Um, don't forget, don't go hungry in this city. If you need food, just reach out to us. You can reach out to us at the same place, online at ztccla.com. And let us know that you need food. We'd make arrangements for you to get it. We pass out food here every um, Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday, twice a day to, um, for children who are in school. And it's at 11 a.m. 
and 2 p.m. Not only do we do that on Monday through Friday, but on Fridays, we have um, fresh fruit and vegetables for you to come and get. And um, this Friday, man, it was awesome. And not only did we have fresh fruit and vegetables, but we also had meat to give out as well. And so, listen, don't go hungry. All right? Let us know. God has blessed us to be able to give, and that's our ministry, um, to give to you. If you know someone who's in need, don't let shame make you hungry. Amen? We don't ask any questions. It's, just, it's, it's yours. You can, you can have it. Um, leave filled, be able to cook, to be full. To those of you who want to partner with us, you'll see the ways to partner as the band plays. They're listed there. You can do it online. You can do it by mail. God bless you and thank you. And I promise that we use every penny of this ministry that comes in to go out to be a blessing to the people of God.